All right, welcome to Old School Jank. You were Ben Magwitz with you, kind of. Oh, there he is. <laughs> all right, so as you all know, uh, of course, Old School is sponsored by ShopTYT.com. Uh, and I'm about to show you the worst timed shirt in American history. Okay, you guys ready? This was released actually about two months ago, a uh, month and a half, two months ago. Okay, here we go. Let's take a one shot, guys. Get out in Canvas 2020. Oops. Um, but I will tell you this. These shirts, I don't know why. I have a, a, a white one and a beige one, Ben. And um, they're magical. I've only had one other shirt like this in my whole life. They, they are normally when you're heavier, when you're uh, a big-boned individual like me, um, lighter shirts are bad because they show your gut more. That's why we wear a lot of black and darker shirts, right? But these are magical. It makes your chest look really big, but for some reason, it makes your stomach disappear. I, I can't guarantee that's going to happen for you if you buy these what now are obviously somewhat irrelevant shirts. But but it, it does do it for me, and I'm not BSing you. Shop TYT.com. That's all I'm saying. There's also a bit of uh, nostalgia to them, like, ah, oh, the good old days when we could get out in Kansas. Yeah, there is a little bit of nostalgia. That's true. You're, again, having issues with your mic. Um, so um, it, 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 is, it is weirdly nostalgic. You know, I was just reading up on Brianna Wu, who is a wonderful, wonderful progressive, and uh, she um, uh, dropped out of the race uh, last week because she's like, if you're a progressive and you can't canvas and you can't knock on doors, there's almost no way you could win because uh, then you just need the media and that cavalry ain't ever going to arrive. Um, and so uh, she was running against Stephen Lynch. Stephen Lynch is actually, as a lot of Democrats are, you look into any of these uh, Democrats' records, you'd be shocked at how conservative they are, but all across the country, including Massachusetts. Anyway, I don't want to make it too political, but uh, th that's why she dropped out. Uh, and um, it's a shame. You know, it is. Some of these are collector's items, so... And you could always canvas in 2022. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying. Um, is my mic working okay? It looks like it's working okay. Really? Hmm. Your mic is maddening. Let's be honest. Uh, and I and I uh, let's be further honest. I prefer just your normal computer mic. What about now? Like it should. This is a should. This mic is overmodulated most of the time. First of all, it costs hundreds of dollars. That's what's maddening about it. <laughs> That's why you don't want to abandon it. I know. I know. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, fun, uh, but it's funny that I happen to be wearing this shirt because the first story uh, is about um, my election. Okay. So um, I ran for California's 25th district in what feels like decades ago, not just years ago. But was only two months ago, and and now the special election the G, for the to fill the empty seat. Let's put it that way. Is here. It's uh, we're taping this on Monday, May eleventh. A lot of you will be seeing it on Tuesday, May twelfth. So that's election day, uh, and I totally forgot about it. And then today, Trump was tweeting about the election, and it, of course, it enraged me. Uh, so. Uh, and and we're doing the election coverage tomorrow. 
in other words, when you're watching this uh, on Tuesday. Uh, anyway, and it reminded me of funny story from the election. Um, well, there's two interesting things. One is, and I'll talk more about this on the election show. You know, my race is not over. Um, <laughs> if Christie loses, it's okay. I, I'm going to, uh, Mike Garcia, I'm next, okay? Uh, not really how it works, but I don't know if you know this, Ben. They never finished counting in our race. There's only 77% reporting. Is that right? Still from, from the primary for this From race. March 3rd. Wow. They're like... Iowa gets a bad rap because it was so in the spotlight when they screwed up their uh, their count, um, and it was the first to go, and it's a relatively small state. But California is horrific in reporting results, the worst in the nation easily. You know, I brag about how the blue states do things better, and generally speaking, that's incredibly true, but not on this. So... I'm curious they, whether they might. So curious. here's the amazing part. Before I get to the funny story, we might. They might literally never finish counting that uh, election because now the general election is happening for that special election. So what's the point in counting? But so they're just going to finish an election with not 97 percent reporting, 77 percent reporting. I'm curious uh, whether they would finish counting any of these elections or would count them sooner. You know, I mean, Hillary. You, you remember in 2016, kept closing the gap or in widening the gap in the popular vote on Trump six weeks after the election because they were still counting votes from the West Coast, many of them from California. Didn't matter, right? You can't win more electoral votes by winning California by more um, or Washington or Oregon. But so I, I wonder if that process would be sped up if it were competitive, right? I mean, literally, first of all, in this case, you could blame some of the counting slowdown on the virus, right? Mm -hmm. that, that, yeah, definitely. So, but even so, would they, like, suppose you and Christy had been separated by 131 votes, right? Would they have finished counting by now? Would they have finished counting quickly? Do they, or do they, are they like, yeah, all right, this is, we don't need to finish this in the sense, you know, like we would, we wouldn't finish, you know? Yeah. It's well, like leaving a game. It's like leaving a game early. You're yeah. in LA. You want to beat the traffic. The Rams lead the Bengals forty-eight to ten. You're like, let's go, let's go. Yeah, right. On the other hand, if it's you know twenty-three fourteen, and there's still seven minutes left, yeah, it's, kick a field goal, get a touchdown. Yeah, you gotta stay. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, if you, what was the point of coming to the game? If you're gonna leave with seven minutes left to go, then they still have a chance of winning. If you missed a great comeback. Why don't you just stay at home on your comfortable couch and watch it there? Like, right. and at that point, you literally can't even watch it anywhere because you're driving back home to beat the traffic. Anyway, that's another pet peeve. So, um, in, in this case, I think the guy who should be most mad is Steve Knight. So there was four major contenders in that race. If you can call me a major contender by the time we we got the results, but um, and so I was not anywhere close to not. Christy, she came in number one. I'd have to pass Garcia, who came in number two. So uh, my, I went at, on election night, it looked like I had four points. Then more votes came in, and I got up to six and a half percent. More votes. Every time more votes came in, my percentage went up, right? I got all the way up to six and a half. Um, and, and Garcia was at 23. This is super rough. Uh, but 
But Steve Knight was at like 17. And, and I say it's super rough because, one, the vote never got finished. The counting never got finished. And number two, there was two elections. There was a special election and the November election. There were primaries for both. So And they both had different numbers because this is also amazing. It was the new digital ballot in California. So it mattered so much what page you were on. So Christy on the was on the first page on the special election, got 36 points. She was on the second page in the general election and got 30 points. So it was a six gigantic six-point difference. There were dudes who barely campaigned and had $35 to their name. They were on the first page and got like four points. Uh, and then they were on the second page and got 0. 0.8. Right? Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's, I didn't know that thing about Christy with the pages. Um, I couldn't figure out why she got so much less in the general. It doesn't really doesn't make any sense. I mean, there could be some deviation for people who either didn't vote in both, right? But it's just, it, it's, I mean, there, there's, a, there's, a, there's a ethical insanity to it, right? Yeah. That uh, it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't suit the voters' interest. There's also just a practical thing to it of like, yeah, you want it to be fair and open, uh, except it would probably make some sense until we figure out a way to do it better to have the major party candidates on the first page. Ideally, everyone would be on the first page and then we wouldn't have to have this silly conversation. No, no, it's insanity. So, But I'm getting to why Steve Knight might have been rooked. Probably not, but um, so... Before the election, we asked uh, a lawyer that had already sued Los Angeles uh, for uh, over the digital ballots. Uh, do, you know, do you have access to any studies that can show how much of a difference it could make? And he said, "Oh, absolutely. They had done studies and showing that being on a different page could make a six-point difference, <laughs> and then it made a six-point difference. Uh, <laughs> so, man, they nailed it. Uh, I was on the third page." In the general election one, uh, I didn't do do a study on the third page, but I can I, I guarantee you it's not good. It doesn't matter. I wouldn't want under any circumstances. So it's what not were, what were your, how much lower were you on the one where you were on the third page? Well, for me, it was like, uh, man, I haven't looked at it in forever, but maybe five point four to six point five. So it may, because I was second page and third page, the people on the first page had a massive advantage. And if you're already going to look on the second page, then you're predisposed. To More look. likely to look on the third page, but, but it's, it's hurt you to be on the third page. No question. Five to 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 five point four. I mean, you know, that's, uh, you know, I mean, you you take that out to that's Still about that's difference. about the difference between Garcia and Knight if you grow it out, right? Because it would yeah. be thirteen to ten point eight, and then twenty six to twenty two. So you know, you're in the yeah. ballpark. So let's say it was around 23 to 17 for Garcia versus Knight. So Garcia uh, and Knight were both Republicans. It's an open jungle primary, so the top two make it no matter what. Knight finishes like six points less, but you got the page disparity, plus they never bothered to finish counting, and they stop at 77% reporting. I'm surprised Knight's not making a bigger deal out of it. That's kind of outrageous. Well, I mean, everybody should be making a bigger deal about the what page you're on, since that makes a difference. You can't make up 23 to 17 and 23 percent. Um, it's not like being behind 52, 46 with 23 percent left. Um, you know, yeah, but, no, I hear you. Yeah, That's probably why he didn't make a big stink out of it. It's very unlikely he could have caught up. It's impossible for me to have caught up. 
Uh, so, but could you imagine if every one of those 23% voted for me? No, you literally cannot imagine that. Uh, but still, the most important part of this, and then I swear to God, I'm going to get to the funny part in a second, uh, is that they should never do this again in California. The, the way the digital ballot is now with multiple pages is insanity. It is undemocratic to say not everybody should be able to run, but not, I mean, or you can't have a ballot with 38 minor candidates uh, mixed in, right? I mean, there's got to be some sense of rules. Um, but to avoid this, not in the interest of, 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 of rigging it for the parties so that there can never be anyone else, in the interest of democracy is not served by this process, and there has to be a better process. You want to include everybody, then you got to figure out a way to get everybody on one page or don't have it be pages. I don't know. You got to, I don't know. I can't imagine what it would be, but it's not this. Yeah. And uh, number one is fix the damn ballot. <laughs> so before we go eliminating uh, people from running, let's fix the ballot and, and do it in a rational way. I mean, look, you say the 0.8 versus four. Oh, that looks like a 3.2% uh, difference. No, that's a 500% difference. Okay. Right, that's right. That's right. That's that's gigantic, that jump. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so anyway, um, okay, the funny story. So it's back in the news today because the election is about to happen. Trump's tweeting about it. Uh, and the Republicans are outraged that they're setting up one more uh, voting area in Lancaster or one voting area in Lancaster because it's mainly mail-in ballot. And they have voting areas in other parts of the district, but they didn't have one in Lancaster. So they set one up. And the Republicans are like, no, we don't, we don't want people to vote. But wait a minute. It's one thing if we if Newsom took away a voting area from uh, Simi Valley, which leans more Republican, then you could complain. That's what Republicans do in all of the states that they control. In this case, you're adding a voting booth so more people can vote. How could, that po how could you possibly complain over that? And, of course, they do. They call it stealing an election. They're going to let people vote. You're going to be shocked to find out who lives in Lancaster, predominantly minorities. So letting them vote is apparently stealing an election. But Yeah, uh, yeah go ahead. But that, that, is that, by the way, just to be clear, is that the funny part? No. <laughs> so, um, so amazingly, Lancaster still has a Republican mayor. And so it's Rex Lancaster, Rex Lancaster, Rex Paris. And, uh, and so he's a, like a flamboyant character. He, he's done like one and a half things that are, uh, arguably progressive, including fighting for solar energy, just because it creates more jobs there. But he's done horribly right wing stuff. Uh, including saying you should carry guns around to protect yourself from homeless, you it should be illegal to give food to the homeless, etc. But no matter what, everybody would refer to him as R. Rex Paris. And the whole time I'm like, okay, dude, give it a rest. Okay, R. Eric Garcetti, it doesn't have that rule, but your Rex Paris does. And okay, Republicans do it as some weird authoritarian glitch or something, right? Democrats would also do it. They'd be like, man, our ex parents doesn't agree with that. I'm like, okay, my Barack Obama does. Uh, I'm like, why are they? And then finally, I realized R is the first letter in his first name. He, oh, so his name is like R Rex. Robert Rex Lancaster. <laughs> yeah, that is the funny part of the story. 
<laughs> anyway, uh, um, my wife enjoys these stories uh, where the lesson at the end is I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> but to all the good folks in Lancaster and nearby, you don't have to include the first initial just because he does. It sounds right. super Oxford. Just call him Rex Paris or Rex Lancaster. Still better than our Rex Paris. I, by the way, I called him Rex Lancaster. By the way, it's, I mean, from, from this day forward on this show, we are going to refer to him as Rex Lancaster. It's probably not going to be terribly relevant. <laughs> um, but uh, Especially given that this might be the very last time no, we I'm, ever I'm refer saying, to him. Especially yeah, at old school. I think we're largely done with talking about Rex Lancaster, a.k.a. Rex Paris. Um, by the way, they're both really good names. It's hard to have a bad last name when your first name is Rex. Yeah. Like it's, you know, um, so, but now that opens up a serious line of inquiry, Ben. Well, by the way, before we get off the California 25th, I mean, the reason that it's in the news is because she's probably going to lose. <laughs> yeah. Right now, uh, register people who have turned in their mail-in ballots, uh, are leaning 45% Republican, 35% Democrat. Uh, that is not a good sign. Uh, so, look, if you happen to hear the show before the voting ends, I don't, I wouldn't, it's tough for me to encourage you to go vote in person. I think it's a bad idea. I said that about Wisconsin and all the other states. I hope you mailed in your ballot. Uh, Mike Garcia um, uh, criticized Steve Knight in the race and call him a never-Trumper. Uh, I don't know if I told you this already, Ben. Um, you know what percentage of the time Steve and I voted with Trump when he was the uh, congressman there? 96. 99. Yeah. Oh, at 1%, <laughs> it was important issues, though, Jake. Yeah. So guy votes with Trump 99% of the time. The other Republican is so right-wing, he calls that guy a never-Trumper. And so that's the guy winning in that race right now. Look, I don't know that I would have made a difference, of course, especially given how I uh, I performed uh, in the primary. Um, but and I don't know that they had any debates. But man, if we had debates and the press paid attention to it, those are two giant ifs. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure I would have been tougher on Garcia. I don't know if that would have worked. Oh, I'm sure you would have been tougher on Garcia. I don't think that's the relevant question. I mean, you know, if you had won, that would mean all the everything was different. So you know, and then yeah. you probably would have won. But the, but what was true, given the framework of what you're saying, was the criticism that you had of Christie. Not so much in my mind that she was a centrist, but there was a, uh, there was a tepid approach to running this campaign, unbelievably tepid approach, which she survived to emerge in the out of the jungle primary as one of the top two, in fact, the top spot. But she wasn't close to fifty percent. Um, so in fact, she was either at 36 or 30, depending on what page she was on. So I, it would seem, I didn't follow it, but I'm just going to guess that that tepid approach, uh, uh, manifested itself in the, in this pseudo general election, right? This special election, uh, to serve as a precursor to the general election. I'm sure she amped up her effort a little, but I'm going to guess not a lot because theoretically, uh, Democrats should, uh, uh, win this seat. And I, all the excuses are already coming in, including from some independent people who are, one guy was like, don't read anything into it. Republicans are, tend to do better in competitive special elections. Uh, they just do. I still think she'll probably win in November. But it's a, you know, Trump will celebrate it because it's a win if, 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 if Garcia wins. Um, 
uh, and it needed an aggressive uh, campaign in however way you want to manifest aggression. And based on what I saw in the uh, primary, uh, that she didn't she didn't have that. And I hope she changes her tune uh, in the fall. Yeah. So uh, now the rule. Uh, I'm going to, uh, well, you've got to approve this, Ben, but I'm going to propose that we ban people uh, going with an initial as their first name. So you you can't be T. Ben Mankiewicz. It's, it's, it, it's, it feels like self-important. Well, right? first of all, no one would be T. Ben. I, I, I would definitely then be T. Benjamin Mankiewicz. And or T. Bowen Mankiewicz. And the, well, the T. and T. Benjamin Mankiewicz would stand for the. Obviously. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, there are, because so many actors have done it, right, and writers, that it um, that I'm less hostile to it than you, but I'm willing to consider the rule, because sometimes it sounds cool. I mean, really? I don't think like, anybody me, can... I mean, I, I'm open to it. Give me one example, because don't get me wrong, initials are totally okay. V.J. Singh, no problem. Got it. I don't know if those are actually initials or his real name, but it's, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure you picked the one guy whose real name was V.J. <laughs> uh... <laughs> okay, so but I'm fine with it either way. Okay, but one initial as the first name. Okay, I, I defy you to come up with one cool example. C. Thomas Howell. Everybody. What is it? C. Thomas Howell. You don't even know who she tells us how. Pretentious.